0: Welcome back to another episode of the Flat Earth Research Podcast This is a very special episode featuring the great guys over at the We Only Do One Take Podcast Turch and Kieran, based in Australia They were really great to talk to and surprisingly open enough to even consider the possibility of a flat earth So kudos to you guys Again, you can check out their platform at WeOnlyDoOneTakePodcast. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in and peace out, guys.
1: Show. I am Turch and with me is the co-host, the CEO, the man himself. It is Kieran. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. Thank uh, you. And today we have got someone on the show to talk about a topic that we've been fascinated by for at least a year on this podcast.
2: Uh, I'm going to say longer than a year. Longer than longer a year. than a year. Remember, we've been going,
1: what, three-ish years? Uh, well, we've done three Phillip Island, so at least three, three years. years of there this podcast and uh, not an episode a week like we hoped to at the beginning, but we're trying our very best. Everyone, please welcome to the show uh, Amog from the Flat Earth is it Flat Earth Research Podcast. Amog, thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Oh, guys, thank you so much, uh, Turch and Kieran. It's finally great to talk to you. <laughs> it's
1: ama- amazing to have you on the show. Uh, we've, uh, yeah, must- thank you for having me on. We can't wait, we can't wait. Look, I'll tell you what, I'll be very honest with you. I've been trying to get someone on the show to talk about the flat earth and the flat earth theory and all that sort of stuff for a very long time. And I've found that the community itself is actually quite hostile to people who are are skeptical of the whole flat earth um, theory itself.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Because I think it's a reflection of how the rest of society treats the community, mm. and it's just constant ridicule and uh, bombardment and ad hominem attacks. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think uh, that would have, uh, you know, uh, it's really hard to get into the uh, community now, even on YouTube, if you look for any videos on Flat Earth, uh, the algorithm actively censors it, so it is difficult for you to find credible information. So. Yeah. Are yeah.
1: we Are we hoping today that uh, at least you know we we can
0: be in, uh, get a different perspective, a
1: different perspective on this sort of stuff. See what your how you got right. into this, all that sort of stuff. So let's start off with yourself. Let's try to get a uh, understanding of how you got to this place here. So how did how was your journey from I don't know if you ever started off as a non-flat like you know a round earther or you know how did you what yeah. were the steps that made you become. A flat earth theory like pos- like you know that is the r- correct way of the
0: earth right okay so I like everyone else like all of humanity I was just like um, everyone else thinking that the earth was a globe because that's what we're conditioned right mm-hmm. so I also want to give a bit of disclaimer to all the listeners here please do not believe anything that I say because Everything that comes out of me is simply a product of the programming that I have been through. So we all have the programming that we all go through and it shapes our opinions and belief systems. None of that matters. Do not believe anything I say. Uh, Please do your own research. I just want to get that off my chest. Excellent. All right. So So, how how did you start
1: uh, and, and how did you end up to where you are today?
0: So I was just a regular guy on the internet and I was going through my Twitter feed. I think when I came across these two words, flat earth, I think this was back in 2016. And I thought to myself, wow, that is the stupidest thing I have seen all day. Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, why do people even believe that the earth is flat in 2016? I thought we were evolved enough to know that it wasn't and, uh, all the ancients believed that the Earth was flat and then we came to the conclusion that it wasn't and I was a solid, you know, proponent of the globe Earth model and I, uh, so I saw this on Twitter and I thought to myself, that's that's ridiculous and I thought nothing of it, right? And I just went on my day and soon enough it kept popping up on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, all the uh, feeds, I, I keep seeing these, uh, this movement, this flat Earth community movement that uh, was blowing up at that point, mm-hmm. right? And and I thought, wow, that is, that is ridiculous, man. Like I can't, it, it did something to me, you know? Like I couldn't bear watching this on my screen. I'm like, no, there's no way these guys are serious. They're probably trolling or something like that. So I just um, brushed it off again, but it kept coming again and again, like a bad nightmare until I had to face it. You know, I had to confront this thing that I saw on the internet, which was making me so um, agitated on the inside. I was irritated by merely looking at this right. and, and, and I, I just sat down and I, and I said, hey, okay, let's just look at this from an open-minded perspective and see what comes of it, you know? And initially, uh, I, I looked at this and I thought, man, that is stupid. And I just Googled 10 ways to prove the earth is not flat. Right. So the first thing you do when you see flat Earth is that you look up for evidence that it's not flat, because we want to validate our own beliefs. Because we have been conditioned in a certain way as to not look at any other viewpoint that is being uh, presented to us. Because we're so dogmatic. And this is what, uh, this is where I was until uh, the the armor was slowly chipped away by these facts that I found online, right. and they slowly started to make sense in my head. You know, uh, very um, uh, very trivial things that uh, made a lot of sense in my head. And um, again, it, it's like um, you have flat Earth on one hand, and you have globe Earth on the other hand, right? Yeah. And one of them, you can't choose both. There is only one answer to this question. Right. It's either flat or it's it, or it's a globe, right? I mean, and there can be no. Um, uh, you know, uh, confusion between that. So I thought, okay, let's put flat earth on one hand and the globe on the other hand and let's see what evidences each of them have, right? And uh, slowly, my the flat earth uh, hand kept getting more and more traction and more and more um, attention because I saw these proofs that I'm going to maybe, uh, hopefully going to outline to you guys. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, So all of these proofs came to me, but... But the, the globe earth programming ran so deep that even though I had all of this proof, I still could not come to the conclusion that it's flat because you don't want to be that guy in society, like telling people it's flat. Like, come on, man, I don't want any sort of ridicule. Uh, I'm always looking for uh, acceptance. And uh, we have it uh, innately within us that we crave uh, for people to accept us and we just want to be part of the society, so we don't want to challenge the status quo. So I, even though I had all these proofs, I still uh, was leaning on the globe Earth model because that's what everyone believed and I don't, I didn't want to be an outlier, right? And slowly but surely, uh, there was a point in time where um, I had in- enough evidence and the next thing I knew, I, w- I had over a uh, hundred hours of uh, looking at flat Earth videos on YouTube and I'm like, hey man, what the fuck am I doing with my life anymore, you know? And it was just like, damn, uh, how am I wasting this time? Because I had to know. It kept me up in at night. Uh, I had to know if it was flat or not because it the uh, the implications that flat Earth has is is so extraordinary that okay. I just could not um you know so you- live with the fact that I didn't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. Oh well, look, it sounds like you what like you know over time. It's been a number of pieces of evidence that have uh, pushed you into that direction. It seems like over four years span has led you up to this point here. Being confident enough, not only to say the earth is flat, but talking to other people about it, running your own podcast and explaining some of these evidences that you've found over time. What would you say uh, if, if you were to give like, you know, someone goes, no, I don't believe you. Top what, three reasons. Yeah. What would be your top three pieces of evidence that would hmm. persuade someone? Like, you know, look, I must admit, I believe the earth is round or a globe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you go, you know, and I, I'm not trying to be confrontational, obviously, but what would you be like three reasons or three little things that I can that you would say to me or anybody that would try and go, maybe uh, push me to have a second look or a second opinion on the globe earth model and think about the flat earth model being the correct one
0: okay that's a that's a really difficult one because uh choosing three is really hard but i will try yeah i think the first thing um that you should look into is nasa okay right nasa is the authority figure uh for all of us on um news about space, and I think just yesterday, uh, SpaceX and NASA had some sort of fake rocket launch that they do all the time, and people just take whatever NASA says for granted. Everything that NASA tells you is the truth, and I think that is the number one point where we should look uh, again and see if they are, you know, uh, legitimate or not. Okay, cool.
1: So let's go back to that one. So NASA, in your opinion, NASA is... Not truthful about the, the the shape of the globe or the glo- shape of the Earth.
0: Well, I would go uh, another step and say NASA has quite intentionally deceived all of humanity right. into thinking the Earth is a spheroid of some sort and not what we can perceive with our own senses.
1: Okay, then cool, cool, cool. So yeah. let's go. Let's let's go this one step one step further No, with this point here and I know Kieran wants to hear your second one but I want to keep going with this one here I want to really uh, understand these ones here um right so what is the purpose of NASA pushing the the lie of the globe earth
0: right right right. that's a, that's a great one and people always ask me why would they lie about flat earth you know what's the what's the reason that uh, they have to lie about the flat earth and this was a uh, a big question that I had, too, as I went through this journey. So uh, why would they lie about something um, as trivial as the shape of the earth? Well, number one, if they can lie to you about the shape of the earth, which is the the shape of the very ground that we live on, they can lie to you about everything else. But that's
1: not a and good reason. I-, Wait, I mean, I can tell my little cousin that the, you know, that... My house is two stories tall and she might believe me, but that doesn't mean that that, that, that doesn't, what you've just stated, doesn't actually prove anything. No, if, like, you know, just because they, yeah, they yeah. potentially can lie about one thing. doesn't mean they can lie about everything else. There's yeah, got yeah, to be some sort of motivation behind that.
0: it. Yeah. So, so uh, other than that, the main reason that they lie to you about the shape of the earth is what I have found personally, is that they are hiding intelligent design from you. They are hiding the creator of the universe from you because they give you all these ridiculous theories like Big Bang and evolution and dinosaurs and all of that stuff. So the narrative that you have been, uh, and all of us have been conditioned into believing is that everything came out of nothing and there is no order to the universe. It all happened by accident and magically the earth is this blue ball in space and we're all insignificant and all of that but that is the 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 crux of the thing it's that they are hiding to you your own nature because if there is no rotation there is no orbit and if there is no orbit the, the gravity um, it comes into question and if there is no gravity then there is no heliocentrism if there is no heliocentrism there is no big bang theory if there is no big bang there is no evolution if there is no evolution that means that we are not randomly here and that means we have purpose to why we're here and we are indeed the center of everything because uh, I-, I will have uh, in the episode I will just uh, outline why geocentrism uh Is far more believable than heliocentrism because there is more proof Scientifically that the earth is indeed the center of the universe and they want to hide that so they want to hide intelligent design So they're hiding maybe God or gods.
2: Yeah, why would they want to hide? uh, Why would they want to hide
0: intelligent design? because if you knew that there was a this, This world that we perceive is intelligently designed. That means it's a reflection of yourself. So you know that you are not here by random, right? There is purpose to life. There is meaning to your life. And maybe that will lead you to some sort of awakening and you go through the whole spiritual process. And basically that would prevent the new world order from, you know, being established. But since we are so brainwashed into believing that everything is insignificant, there is no God, everything just magically happens due to Big Bang and all of that, it gives them a new leverage to control the way you think and perceive. So, uh,
2: I'm just trying, the reason why... Wait, what,
0: what religion are you at? Are you,
2: well, well, that's an assumption there. Are you, do you prescribe to any religion, Amu? N- uh,
0: not really. I am not religious. I uh, come from a purely scientific standpoint uh, if you're asking about my uh, programming and conditioning, uh, uh, as I was raised, I was raised in a Hindu household. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I have been a uh, pre, but I don't um, uh, you know take any of that. I am not religious at all. I, I only believe in science and I only believe in truth. Okay.
2: So uh, let's go back. I'm just trying to like so- I, I just find that I, I find that interesting not being not being religious or holding on to a religion.
0: But yeah, also yeah, saying yeah. That, because, um, that
2: NASA is hiding God, God, yeah, or a
1: God type or a God type creator,
2: creator. right? Because I don't think so NASA's I ever think... tried to claim the. Uh, I don't think they've tried to claim that there's a God. They've just tried yeah. to find. They've asked the question: What are the causal factors for the universe? Oh, so, uh, uh, so uh, and uh, then when you go into evolution, put things I'd, in perspective. Amug,
1: um, Kieran is purely atheistic does not believe in God, All or, right. and I'm more agnostic. So I believe there could be some sort of higher power, but I don't really, you know, subscribe to any one religion despite going through Catholic education uh, in in my my time. So I'm just going to go back there and just sort of try to sum up what you said. NASA is trying to use science to take people away from understanding that instead of being... Um, purely happenstance big bang theory evolutionary product they're trying to sh- push that into our faces rather right. than saying we are intelligently designed by some type of a creator and the flat earth is linked into that somehow
0: right okay so going back into the question why would they lie about the shape of earth obviously there is uh, the money aspect into this right they always do this for profit well nasa gets Billions of dollars every year Mm. and they're funded just to give us these CGI images that they show us You know, so obviously one of the reasons they lie to you about the shape of the earth is because there's lots of money to be made in this deception Right other than that It is to hide the creator. It's to hide your spirituality It's to hide more land more resources hide the scientific knowledge Hide what's in Antarctica. Hide that you are at the center of the universe, or hide that you are special. So they. So you can take your pick. So by by by.
2: I guess by is, it, is it? Do you not that it, taking their position is that really important to you? Knowing that you
0: you them saying you're not special. I mean, see, if you think about it, if you're not special, then your life is meaningless. I mean, nothing you ever do will amount to anything because the universe is one day going to end up in a heat death or whatever so nothing really matters
2: see i take the i take right that just the, from my personal experience uh, i don't believe that there was a creator um yeah. potentially my life could be meaningless but i don't live my everyday life like that right,
1: right. like uh, as much as a creator does give some people meaning I think a lot of people like look. See, Australia, I take more comfort not knowing yeah. that there. In my belief that there look, isn't Australia a Australia has as stated. I think about thirty to forty percent of the population is agnostic or atheistic within their beliefs, and people still seem to push themselves forward, saying that they do have a purpose on Earth, whether they find that within their job that they're doing, or their family, or or their activities that they do, or a myriad of other right, sort right. of things. Um, despite the fact. That this whole NASA has pushed this, you're saying myth of the round Earth instead of saying it was a flat Earth. So I, I'm not quite sure the interconnectivity between the two yet. And you're saying the profit margin. I mean, look, we'll say NASA is a government. NASA is a government-funded organization, and I don't like the government yeah. as much as
0: anybody else.
1: But and the same right. Day, so why do you trust them? If
0: Why would you trust NASA if you know that they are part of the government? If you don't trust your government, why would you trust NASA? Well,
1: I'm, I'm Australian, so I don't really have any loyalty to the U.S. government. But okay. in the same sense, other organizations, private organizations, including uh, Richard Branson and, and obviously SpaceX has just gone into space at the, at the moment. And lots of right. other organizations, like the Russian... Um, space organization who during the cold war and even the space race were also going into space stating that the earth was flat uh, the earth was round and using things like that who were completely against nasa were saying that the earth was round all of these things in combination all these organizations other government bodies and other people and other scientists all say yes the earth is round not flat And these people, some of them, are direct competitors with NASA, like the private organisations, and other governments who would have a great power over the US by saying that, no, NASA is lying to everybody... Like, right. if all the, these other contributing factors go, yes, and Lassa may be lying, but if they were lying, so many large, powerful, and influential places and organizations would be able just to go, yeah, they're actually wrong, and where this is how.
0: Right, right. So I totally get, the, get what you're trying to say, but what I would like to say is that there are no competitors like there is no enemy like to say that okay on the surface level very superficially you could say that russia is the enemy of the united states and all of that that we see on the tv and all of that but on the fundamental level on the highest levels of um, ranking there are no enemies these guys are all connected and they are in one big coat but,
1: in the right? same, they are, but you say that but in the, during the cold war era where Russia and America had very similar technologies and in fact Russia were the first put the first not only animal but person into space if they right. were to say hey the earth is flat and we can prove it cuz we're got the first man on space in space and then America does it later on even back then they would have had the power over the USA to say something and they didn't and I don't understand why they wouldn't have if this was the case.
0: Right. So I think you're still looking uh, at the Russian space agency uh, differently than the NASA or the Indian or the European ones. See, the thing is, all of these are not into independent uh, space agencies on their own, right? They are all connected during and they are all during
1: the Cold War. They were absolutely separate, non-connected organizations.
0: That's just the narrative that they give us. So you can't you can't believe everything that you see on the television Like obviously they're telling you that there's a space race and all of that But that's just the programming that's the propaganda that they push on the people in order for us to believe that Okay, there are actually two competing superpowers But in reality they themselves are puppeteering both Russia and the United States in order to make it seem like there's a conflict When they are themselves perpetrating the conflict. How do you get to that evidence? So, uh, you, a lot of deep digging and researching has um, led me to believe, I mean, if I could just share my screen with you for a moment please here. Please
1: do, please do. We'll try to describe for our audience, this is just an audio-based show, so we, we will try to describe to the audiences. at And home we can also things. put
2: the, the links up. Yes, exactly yeah,
0: yeah. right. Yeah. Right, okay. So, you're sharing something so I right just
1: up. yeah, you're sharing yeah, your screen,
0: uh, right? Before I get into this, let me just go into the origins of NASA. Okay, and how they came to be. So NASA has sprouted from the likes of self-proclaimed wickedest man in the world, Aleister Crowley, mass mind-control black magician Satanist L. Ron Hubbard, and uber occultist black magician Satanist Jack Parsons. So these were the three guys that originally formed NASA. And in addition to the unholy trinity, two more people, uh, namely Werner Von Braun, and Walt Disney were added to the NASA Dream Team. So here, all the elements were in place to create one of the greatest financial and theological frauds in human history that we call NASA.
1: So I'm just going to assume then that you don't believe America
0: went to the moon. I mean, nobody went to the moon. I was just going to ask you if you believe in the moon landings. Because that's another uh, conspiratorial topic that, in itself. Because so
1: did they, like, they get in, like, you know, a lot of people say Stephen
0: Kubrick, uh, sorry, Stanley Kubrick was the one that directed it. Directed. Yeah, that's definitely. There is, uh, in fact, a photo of uh, Kubrick, uh, Disney, and um, Werner von Braun all having a nice chat. So they were all in on it.
1: Despite the fact that they were just, you know, all part of the arts and like the most powerful people within the arts at that point in time they couldn't just have a coffee to discuss that sort of stuff this had to be that's okay so all these people have come together Kieran you've got a question sorry
2: (laughs) no no I'm just saying I think um, uh, have you considered applying for a job with NASA to see what it's like in (laughs) the
0: yeah um I have considered it, but I have no interest uh, in working for these organizations. And uh, another thing is not all people in the organization are in on it. It's extremely compartmentalized, so it's on a need-to-know basis. So all the employees working at NASA, they probably believe that they NASA is actually what they tell them. But the, the main people, the, the, the top 1% in the pyramid, they all know what they're up to and they all know the truth of this world. In fact, the Freemasons, the highest degree Freemasons, they know that the Earth is flat. And uh, in fact, it's in their books how uh, it outlines that the Earth is uh, plain and is not a sphere as uh, stole. So uh, but, I, reckon, um, I reckon you should apply for one of these
2: jobs and go in for a year. Yeah, and, see, right. and, and just see what it's like so, on now, the inside. So,
1: one of the questions that's come out from, like, I've asked a bunch of people on, on Twitter and a few other little places. Some called us, like, the podcast itself crazy. Uh, but in the same sense, some people had some legit questions. And if the Earth is flat, like you're stating, what
0: is on the other side of it? Right. So, everyone talks about how this is, this is part of the programming. Whenever you tell people about the flat Earth, they'll be like, okay, so where's the edge? So, why don't you fall off? Or something like that but it's actually another model in itself right so how the flat earth model works is that there is the north pole right the north pole is the center of the flat earth and this is where all compasses point to right the north pole is also called hyperborea is a land in itself and from that all the other rest of the continents come around it so the okay it's the
1: flag of the un that's almost what you're describing there Exactly, okay. exactly
0: The UN map, uh, again, uh, truth in plain sight They have uh, divided the Flat Earth map into 33 sections Again, 33, a Masonic number there um, Just to sh- put it on your face To, to say, hey, um, we know about this But we will mock you endlessly so because I, uh, I've,
1: I've got to say, when we tried to discuss um, The time that we were going to meet up on skype and discuss about this i was a little bit worried right. about talking about time zones with you time zones are great
0: um, no no time zones are great
1: so it works. yeah <laughs> <How> <laughs> um yeah good how does on, sorry. it work no 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 continue on continue on so i'm kieran and i are just looking at looking right now at the un map of earth and it looks like and we're in australia and it looks like australia with wise is almost twice as wide as the USA
0: right so it's not to um, you know it's not actually uh, uh, you know uh, accurate to the, su- the scale of the continent but it is in fact accurate to the distance so the this map is actually used by the USGS US Geological Service and all shipping and uh, navigation people use this map for their travel so really? there's a lot of different projections. How that, do you know uh,
1: that? How do you know that? Is that something that's just stated explicitly on the yeah, website? Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, it is, it is. It's uh, it was it, officially you, used by the USGS. Can you, can you pull it
1: up for us? Can we say that?
0: Yeah, just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, right here, uh, you're seeing uh, all the logos of the space agencies. Can you see that? Yes, we're seeing that. So uh, what, we, what this is, is called a vector or chevron s- symbolism, yep. okay. right? So each and every space agency in the world has incorporated this kind of uh, symbology. So if you just look at this, if you can do any sort of pattern recognition, you will see that this kind of uh, arrow is remnant in every single space agency, which I think is just interesting in itself. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's just something to think about because how can every space agency in the world have the same type of logo? It's just, to me, it is beyond um, coincidence that they would... See, I look at them and I actually go, I think all the logos are different.
1: Well, not only that, I go, okay, if they either say all of them do have arrows, which they all do, I'll give you that, Uh, they're all just pointing in an upwardly direction. And if you're a space agency... Even if the Earth is completely flat, you can the, still go right. into space. The way to go to space is going up, up. Yeah, as a general type of direction. But that would be, I guess, that's a very non, a very simplistic look at this sort of. Stuff. So let's look at. So you've gotten here the What, what is this called? The Azim. Uh, sorry, it's gone a bit quick for me. As Az- Azimuthal The Azimuthal Equidistant
0: right. projection. Yeah. yeah
2: okay. But is this on any of the shipping websites?
0: Uh, Yeah, it is officially the emblem of the United States, and I believe that it is used by the USGS. I had seen that somewhere. I'm just trying to find it here.
1: Uh, Because I'm looking at those mathematical definitions. This is just on Wikipedia, by the way. There's some of those, and they're talking about sin, cos, and tan and the way that they're doing that sort of stuff. That actually refers to a spherical model. So as long as it's flat, but then they use the calculations to put that down into... How it would be if it was a sphere, right? That's my right, so uh, accounting and mathematical background coming into, into play here. But that's okay. So we got the so you're going into the um official navigation map. Yeah, beauty. Bring that one up there.
0: Uh, uh it's hard to find this. That's okay. Well, look on. Yep, geological maps. Yep. Right, so I had a bunch of other videos that I wanted to show you guys about NASA because I uh, originally had um, divided this. Uh, so I thought I would l- look at four parts of this whole flat Earth uh, conversation. Sure. Right? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So the first part is NASA fakery, and yeah. we would look at all uh, the uh, the videos of how NASA is faking it. The second part is the my favorite part, which is the pseudoscience or bad science,
1: oh, where know. I explain you
0: know what? We're yeah, sort of but...
1: talking about that anyway with the maps and stuff. How about you go into okay. what is the pseudoscience behind the Flat Earth and how have they been able to use that pseudoscience or push that pseudoscience out into the mainstream and for people just right. to accept it. That's a good way of, of, of doing that. That sort of covers this all basis there.
0: Right, okay, so um, whenever you uh, hear Flat Earth, uh, the first thing that many people think is, oh, are you part of the Flat Earth Society then? You know, uh, everyone brings up the whole Flat Earth Society thing. And what Flat Earth Society is, is actually uh, a controlled opposition. So the powers that be have actually uh, made this themselves, and they uh, have formed this kind of fake group where they get people to get on board and then ridicule them all along, while using pseudoscience. So, if you go to the Flat Earth uh, Society website, what they say is for gravity, they they say that the Earth is moving upwards at a, a speed of 9.8 meter per second square.
1: Wait, wait. So the flat, saying that? The Flat Earth Society itself is saying
0: that gravity right. exists. No, that's the Flat Earth Society is a psyop or a psychological operation right, so in that, order to get. NASA or these this consortium?
2: I'm, I'm totally lost. Turch, break it down
0: for okay. me. <laughs> uh, okay, what I understand, if I'm
1: wrong, the uh, please correct me. But the uh, the consortium of space agencies yeah. has created the Flat Earth Society as a counterpoint mm-hmm. to make being flat earth looks stupid.
0: Right, okay. Is that correct? So it's not exactly the consortium. I mean, in a way it is, but it's actually the powers that be. The people who originally designed this deception. This goes deep into uh, the the Jesuits and and and, and the Order of Jesus and the the Knights of Templar, uh, Freemasons, all of these people, they had a plan designed for humanity and they have carried it out. So... One way they could discredit Flat Earth is by they themselves um, putting up this opposition, this controlled opposition, so in what? order to ridicule this. So this kind of pseudoscience yeah. is on their website, and they say that the Earth is the one moving upwards, which is ridiculous. Okay. So, so when people, so when people look at this...
1: Me, so you're saying to me, all those groups on Facebook that make fun of the Flat Earth and make all the memes is actually the these organizations, just in general... Um, no, it's make, not all of them. Make, not all of them. Well, okay, uh, just yeah, uh, one uh, in particular. one in particular. I'm assuming NASA? No, no, the Flat
0: Earth Society. Okay, yeah. It's but called, who,
1: but who, yeah. That, the people who run the Flat Earth Society are part of that right. consortium, and they're the one making all like the memes and the jokes and putting out bad... This is like a love triangle gone yeah. bad.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. they're all undercover. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's the greatest conspiracy in the world. Okay. Right? It's the biggest lie that, uh, that everybody, the whole world is in on it and they're lying to you about the very shape of the earth. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so they're doing this pseudoscience. What's a piece of pseudoscience that they've told us that is accepted in the mainstream from the, um, I guess, the organizations, not the Flat Earth Society, which is part of those... That con- I guess that consortium. Not, not in those exact terms, but you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so th- this is a vast topic uh, in itself, but uh, if you want me to get into it very briefly, um, let me just show you. Um, oh, yes, yes. Uh, there's, there's a lot of topics out here, so I think one thing that we can talk about is constellations because they uh, prove that the Earth is indeed flat. Okay. So if you could see th- what my screen is uh, showing now. Yeah, we got the the flat earth facts. Yeah, so the same constellations have appeared in our night sky for thousands of years. Okay. So we mean to say the same set of constellations that the ancients saw and formed their astrological models and all of that, the same stars are the one we can see every month and every uh, year year on, we can see the same stars, which would be impossible if the Earth was spinning, uh, orbiting and hurtling through infinite space. Why? Because the, the narrative here is that not only the Earth moves, which in fact there is no proof of spin that we'll get into later, there's no proof of spin but the Earth moves around the Sun the Sun moves around the Galaxy mm-hmm. the, the solar system moves around the Galaxy, the Galaxy moves around the Great Attractor, and so many of these things, but we don't feel a damn thing. On Earth yeah. we don't feel a single thing, yeah
1: But we don't, like, so, if you're in a train, and the train is travelling at eighty kilometers an hour, you don't feel right. you don't feel like you're moving at eighty kilometers an hour. You and even if you jump on that train, you move with the train.
0: Right. But and you like, still feel some you, sort of drag, right? You feel some no, sort of you drag. You wouldn't,
1: you wouldn't you don't feel any drag like when you're on a train. I can sit like you know I've travelled on a train all the way through Germany and you know, you feel that initial beginning. But as soon as it's going, right. you can sit on that train very comfortably and you wouldn't know that you're actually really moving unless you're sitting out at the window. And again, if you jump on a train... And well, you can
2: even sit across one another and throw a ball to Exactly each other. Right. You, right. And
1: the ball doesn't feel like it's moving 80 kilometres one way and then 120 the other once you throw the ball. Uh, and right. I would assume right. you're looking at something that's quite large. I mean, I'm assuming we both assume the world is very large... The bigger it is, yeah. we're so minuscule, like we are a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction, that so yeah, we that's what they feel tell you, Yeah, any so, of the changes but, but that the, happen um, at a
0: massive scale, at a massive scale. But it's scale. it's not just eighty kilometers, right? The speed of the Earth every day is yeah. uh, apparently a thousand kilometers per hour. Yeah, that's three times the sound, the the speed of a, uh, of this uh, the speed of light. I get what you that's mean. It's three quite, times the no,
1: sound. No, no, Th- a thousand. Kilometers an hour it's, is yeah, not three is times the speed, the speed of sound. End. No, the speed of sound is 1400 1, kilometers an hour. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. What's the speed of sound there? Here you go. Three hundred thirty. Or oh, what's that there? It's, uh, one thousand two hundred and fifty-three kilometers 35. per hour. So we actually spin slower than the speed of sound,
0: according right, to right, what uh, you've just said. think it
1: was the speed of bullet oh
0: yeah but
1: bullet yeah okay yeah it
0: it, it doesn't matter what what... there you go
1: then the bullet moves around 1700 miles per hour which is faster than the speed of sound right
0: right so uh, but you don't feel anything doesn't that feel seem uh, a little fishy to you that you don't feel a single thing whatsoever but i want to get i want to get back to
2: this point so you're saying the earth is moving or they're saying the earth is moving up
0: um, no 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 that's the pseudoscience that's that they pseudoscience. present you in the flat right. earth yeah, yeah, yeah. society to right. discredit the uh, original so, true essence of flat earth so we say, you're
1: saying that the the, round earth, the, oh, sorry, the flat earth is in a disc type shape and is stationary it doesn't rotate it doesn't move up and down it just stays stationary and everything else moves around it
0: right so the, the earth is, that is, is not that how you a
1: see it? planet is that how you see it sorry
0: yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Okay. How, uh, let me just so explain like a, to you how so, I view it. So the so the
1: Earth is like a pizza, like a flat. Pizza, uh, so the and it doesn't The move? Earth
0: is the Earth is not a planet, what, right? Why? It is a plane. It is a plane. So the Earth is is in fact the only place that holds um that is physical. So everything else in the universe is uh, that is above us is is just light that we can see. The terra firma that is um, that what that that is the one that we are on that is stationary and we are fixed just the way that our senses perceive it and the sun the moon the stars all of it revolve above us so that's how I perceive it yeah okay
1: okay so we're like a flat okay. pizza and a guy uh, uh, like the sun is like a torch above us being moved around exactly
2: and but how and do we sun- how do we get to the yeah, point of and- knowing how they move around.
0: So if you if you can just do a time lapse on your on your camera you can clearly see the sun moving across the the plane you know the ecliptic of the yeah. sun but it I can just I can just show you here how it works Okay yeah yeah because I would say
1: that the, the like I could see the sun and it rises up from one end and then goes down on another and like right. on a flat plane if it were just being moved around like if I shown a torch on a pizza, and moved right. it around, you would be able to see the sun all the time.
0: That's... Exactly. So that's... Another thing is the sun is not dark as big... The sun is not as large and as far away as they tell you it is. They tell you that the sun is 93 million miles away. Okay. That's uh, complete but bullshit.
2: Amoog, uh, uh, I don't really care what they tell me. I want to know what you... What, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get to know your positioning.
0: Right, right. So... According to the Flat Earth model, well, I don't have, um, I can only uh, give you my opinion yeah, on so, it. Yeah. In fact, nobody really knows what the heavens are because it is um, outside of our comprehension. But we can, in fact, do certain experiments to find out where the sun is and if it's actually 93 million miles away or not. So what I think is that the sun, in my own experience, is the sun is close and local. mm mm-hmm. What does that mean? The sun is exactly where your eyes tell you it is. So if you can see my screen, you can see the ecliptic of the sun and its movement um, causing the seasons on the flat plane. So this is the sun's orbit in summer solstice. This is where all the, uh, the countries in the North uh, Pole have summer solstice and all the other countries have winter. So this is how uh, it is uh, presumed to work on a flat Earth. Well, if I can show you another... So how does, picture, the sun, yeah? how does the sun stay up there
2: and not come crashing down onto Earth? Oh, slash with the moon as well. And and what is it? Is it using the Earth's gravity?
0: Is it... Well, it has its own electromagnetic forces in play, right? Because the sun is its own light source. And it, it probably I mean gravity is again a mystery nobody really knows what gravity is but, but we can, we can make it. certain
1: guesses but you can measure gravity right
0: right, right. you can uh, you you can really measure gravity you can measure the acceleration yeah. that the objects fall to the ground mm. yeah I,
2: I, but I don't yeah but so you, gravity we exists. just know we just know yeah. that things stay on the ground things f- right. throw them up they fall into the ground like Okay, I've got that fact. Yeah,
1: but the the consistency of the acceleration of that dropping yeah. item is consistent everywhere on Earth.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know, but I want to know, I want to the... know why the sun's not coming down to us then yeah. if the Earth's flat. So, uh,
0: um, what did you say? Sorry. No, uh, that is true. Uh, the, why the sun isn't coming down? Because it's held in place with its own force. You know, the sun is the sun moves up into the sky and it gives life to the whole Earth. So okay. why it doesn't fall crashing down? Because there's probably certain forces that holds it in place. Right, right. And, and yeah. how would we? Okay, so how would we explain these forces, or or come to? Well, it com- conventionally com- it is it is what we call gravity, but uh, no one really knows what gravity is. Well, I can uh, try to explain to you what I think gravity is. Oh and please! We can yeah, get yeah. into magnetism and um, dielectricity so, and all of that. So, so yeah, what is gravity? Um, Gravity is the uh, dielectric acceleration, right? So when you drop something, it falls to the ground. That's what we call gravity. People think it's an actual force, but it is actually just uh, the acceleration that falls to the ground. What is gravity? That's a wonderful question. I mean, I am uh, no scientist to answer you, but I will, um, from all the research that I have done, I believe gravity is just... um, non-coherent magnetic magnetic fields or magnetism so i believe there is no uh, actual difference between magnetism and gravity but um, that's another topic in itself we can look at ken wheeler so, on his research that's no, so it, uh, let me just get this right so if i get two magnets
1: and hold right. them uh, side by side in the air and they want to attract each other Uh, on a sideways basis, like from one hand to another hand, you're considering that the
0: gravity. Right, right. Something, uh, well, magnetism is um, concentrated magnetic fields, right? It is, um, what's the word here? Um, I forget the word, uh, but basically it is concentrated. But let's say, you know, you have a laser, right? Okay. A laser light a laser light focuses all of its beams in one direction. Yes. So it's kind of concentrated like that. So that is what we uh, feel as magnetism. But if you just have um, an LED light, it is not like a laser. It is diffused. So that can be some sort of analogy for gravity and um, magnetism.
1: uh, But an LED and a laser light are, uh, are two distinct functions. One is... Uh, pushing energy out and the other is a diode that reacts to the uh current that
0: is running through a circuit right it still emits light both of them em- emit light so that is the connection one, no, no, no.
1: one admits energy that turns into light one ad, um displays light and that's two very distinct different things i know <laughs> but let's let's move on from that one there um so okay. you've shown me here Kept cap, uh kept rays, is that right? Cap- now these
0: are called crepuscular rays. Okay, my And you see this um in your everyday life when the sun is in the clouds, you can see that there is this sort of, of illumination that comes out from
2: the sun. I'll explain it to the listeners. Excuse- it's like uh you know the the sun going through the clouds and then you get that ray of light. And it's like the heavens have opened up. Yeah. Just for the
0: visual right. for the so- listeners.
1: Sun-beam right, through so if, clouds.
0: Right. So if you can see here, that you can clearly see that the sun is on top of the cloud here and all of the light emerges from the sun. Right? So this here proves that the sun is indeed close and local. If the sun was 93 million miles away, the rays of light would have to be absolutely parallel. But that is not what we see. What we see and experience in our real life is that the sun is close and local and it is right where your eyes tell you that it is. Okay. All right. One, of the, I, interesting, okay, one would... of the
2: interesting things is um, you said the word prove, which is interesting because the majority of people who, I guess, work in the science space go for sciences has to be falsifiable. Thus, they find right. closer approximations to the proof, uh, Closer approximations to the truth. So there's always that Um, I could be wrong, question mark. Exactly. I could be wrong. So just looking at these clouds, so you said that this proves it. Have you flipped it the other way around and going, how how could I be wrong?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, There are so many proofs for why crepuscular rays are actually parallel. You can go go read this and they say it's just an optical illusion. They're not really um, uh, convergent. They're actually parallel, but it's just the way the light looks. All of that is fine, it's just that I tend to trust my own experience rather than what someone else tells me. It's a combination of using my own discernment and my firsthand real life experience. So again, if anybody can believe whatever they want to believe, however you want to perceive things is absolutely fine. I have no um, problems with uh, glow birthers or how they tend to perceive. In fact, I am very much open to the possibility of a glow birth. If if any of you or if I find any proof that the Earth is indeed a globe, I will switch back and say, "Hey guys, I was wrong this whole time. The Earth is a globe. I was wrong. I, I, I can do that." But so far, I have not found that sort of um, proof. We'll have to get you on one of the SpaceX launches in the yeah. next couple of years. <laughs> I mean, right, right.
1: The, so the latest space so they, the latest SpaceX launch. Uh, I was just messaged from a friend of mine saying that. And apparently, they live streamed from the ship itself the whole transport all the way up from the base of the, like where they lifted off into space itself.
0: Right. 24 so, 7. And, uh, so you can see. You can see the Earth is a curve? Yes. Can. Okay, so that's a wonderful. Everyone keeps telling me this that uh, you can actually see the Earth is actually curved for yourself. That's simple. When you are in Camber. outer space. It's a camera trick called fisheye lens. So if you know what a fisheye lens is, or if you know what a GoPro is, it wants to collect more light into the uh, the lens. So what it does, it, it it distorts the the thing around it. So but I don't I know.
2: But we, but we don't know what lens was actually on that spacecraft though. That, that SpaceX had just uh, went mostly, up. Mostly,
0: I've seen these live streams from NASA and, but this is space and SpaceX. X. Yeah, I've seen uh, the kind of uh, footage that they always give is this characteristic mm-hmm. um, curving of the globe, so uh, of the supposed globe. So here you can see a man, he's, he has a selfie stick and he has the GoPro and you can clearly see the Earth is seems to be curved. So people look at this and they say this is proof that the Earth is curved. Right, but that is not the case. So I have so many instances where people sent me this photo of this guy on the uh, Mount Everest and he's holding a camera, and behind him you can see the curved earth. And they I mean, tell me, I mean, hey man, is, your flat earth bullshit is over, this is uh, right here proof, but they forget to account for the fisheye effect that distorts the actual thing. So if you have a fisheye correction, you can actually see that the earth becomes flat. See, to me, to me there, is.
2: the claim though is that you're just saying that they're using those cameras. Exactly, but you don't know if they actually are you don't actually know what cameras they've used to me the the step is sending them an email and going hi you've sent this footage out, what camera did you use what lens did you use, can you send me that information can I verify can can I verify that information
0: Yeah, or. right. So you can either do that or you can do the experiment yourself like many of these flat earthers have done. So you asked me for the top three things why uh, hmm. I should uh, what I should tell you why the Earth is flat. I said number one is NASA. The number two thing that I will tell you is look at high altitude footage of the Earth. So what high altitude footage is? is that they have a hot air balloon, they put a camera on it, and it goes really high. And higher than um, normal airplanes do, higher than most UOVs um, do. Sorry, so, a,
1: a hot air balloon does not go right. higher than a plane.
0: Well, a plane goes up, up to 35,000 feet, usually. Okay. A hot air balloon, go uh, the maximum I think they have found is uh, about 100,000 feet. Even more, this is just. Um, there are ones. like scientific. <laughs> okay, so scientific you don't mean like the hot air
1: balloon like one that people hop in. You're talking about a scientific balloon. Like, uh, yeah, or yeah. Like a a high my mistake. Sorry, sorry. I had to clear that one up because I guarantee you that my parents going on a hot air balloon are not going higher than a plane. <laughs> think, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I, I, um, I'm just going to show you. Uh, a heaven's eye view. This is, in fact, just camera proof that the Earth is indeed flat. You know, okay. there is no refuting this because um, if you can, if you Google, uh, how high do I have to be in order to see the curvature? NASA tells you that you need to be. You should be able to detect it from an airplane at yeah, around so thirty-five thousand feet. Yeah, 10, but you get ten um, thousand six hundred meters, so about ten yes. kilometers in the air. Right, so that's what they tell you, that you should be that high in order to see any curvature. So what these guys have done is actually put up hot air balloons that go up to 100,000 feet. So this is really, really high. So you must absolutely be able to see the curvature based on the figures that they give us. So supposedly the Earth is 25,000 miles in circumference, right? Those are the figures that they give you you can do certain spherical trigonometry and determine how how much curvature should actually be seen. And if you do the math, the curvature comes up to eight inches per mile squared. So for every mile of area, you should have eight inches of curvature. So how this works is for two miles, you get two times two times eight, which is 32 inches. If you no, get to three miles, you get three times three times eight, which is nine into eight, So it's like 72 inches. So this is the kind of um, curvature that you must be seeing. And if we put cameras on high altitude um, balloons and actually see the footage, you can make whatever you want. Uh, You can either trust your own senses or you can say that this footage is fake. Do what you like. I'm just gonna show you how this looks like.
1: Sure. So we're just watching here. So this is a, a YouTube clip called Our Magnificent Flat Earth dot 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 a heaven's eye view, which is available on
0: YouTube. And I'm just looking at this. Well, picture. you can't really find it. If you search for it, you can't, you won't be able to find it, but right. I can give you the link if you would like
1: that, please. We'd love to be able to get our listeners, uh, to have a look at this video. So this is showing, uh, on thing called on a, uh, dog cam. That's timed uh, at 4 in the morning. They are obviously, I didn't get to catch all that, but that's okay. It looks like they're above, it uh, looks like a cloud line. This is sixty thousand feet. Sixty thousand feet on top of the Earth, right? Still flat. So that is that clouds. But they're look. Yeah, those are clouds. They're saying, but why? But the distance between that and and the clouds.
2: What's the that's that distance?
1: I'm very confused at the moment because what you're showing me here is a video of a video camera on top of the Earth, not the video from the video camera that's being shown in the video.
2: Yeah
0: and then the distance between that and the clouds okay so uh, if you uh, believe that these guys actually sent um, the balloon up into space and they actually did their part and have a camera but you i don't can know I, see don't, that... I
2: don't know what they've i don't know what they've done in this whether they were sending it up into into yeah, so space they or they're they just sending it up to
1: show
0: in the footage that they've shown here So this is showing you conclusive evidence that the Earth is indeed flat because you can see for yourself video evidence of the horizon always rising up to eye level. So if the Earth was not flat and it was a globe of 25,000 miles circumference, you would have to see the horizon actually would never rise up to eye level, but you would have to look down in order to see the curvature. That is not the case because even at altitudes like 100,000 feet, you are still able to see the horizon perfectly at eye level. And another interesting thing here to look at is if you can see here, you see a hot spot directly underneath the sun. It's, see, one of the things in this though is we
2: can't verify how high this is. Yeah. So there's, right, nothing, that, exactly. there's nothing in this video to tell us a) how high this is, b) we're looking at a bunch of clouds.
0: Um, right. so we can't actually see yeah. so ground. So, so again, it's up to on. the individual to, in order to um, determine whether he wants to place his trust on the particular piece of evidence that he's looking at Excellent. or not. I'm, so you can I would, say this is fake and, and
1: it would be
2: perfectly fine. So
1: if you put yeah. the same scrutiny that you But put I just on mean, that...
2: you just, we just heard about the distance yeah, and all that. Exactly. You ta-
1: just we, said, like, I don't trust NASA because they don't say things truthfully and they don't show us how and all that sort of stuff earlier right. on. And you're not putting, I feel, you're not putting the same amount of scrutiny on this video here. You're just taking it on face value because it's showing well, you
0: a different number one, because it's not NASA. Th- these are a bunch of independent um, researchers that want to see for themselves what the art looks like. So they have, and yes, I have definitely uh, analyzed the video footage to see if there's uh, any, um, you know, errors or um, green screening or any sort of effects that have been added, I have definitely analyzed it. And to my knowledge, I believe this to be um, truthful and they actually did put the video. But that is up to people to decide, you know? Okay. Right, okay, so uh, another fun thing I can show you is how NASA is always spending billions of dollars to give you this shitty Photoshop and um, they can't even fake the thing right, Okay. you know. If if you can, one um, of my
2: what are my questions there. Have you gone through and read their annual reports where they actually break down their expenditure?
0: Um, uh, I don't have any interest. I have not uh, looked publicly, at how they spend the their that, revenue, that's... but I'm sure they are. They have a, is perfectly uh, valid, um, you know, uh, expenditure like not reports all the and money all of that. that they
1: spend. Like you know, if that just say let's just say their budget is a billion dollars, right? Keep it nice and simple. Right. They don't spend a billion dollars on space travel. I mean, one of the things that NASA created, in conjunction with the army back in the day, was a a, a, a gas tank that could easily pour gas into vehicles for the battlefield, and they still do other research. Mm for other items and other properties and other inventions that we use on today's devices including electronics, technology, uh, computer systems, software. They don't just do uh, space travel. In fact, they're actually getting almost out of the space travel game simply because one, the the private industry is is doing it far more cost-effectively, cheaper, and more consistent, and in, and from what I understand, NASA are using SpaceX rockets to do whatever stuff that they want to do.
0: Right,
2: NASA's now just consulting to SpaceX. Basically, but one yeah. of the, I mean, one of the things is I just don't. They're think more he of can an R and D department. Yeah, I just don't think he can say billions. I, I mean, if you go through their reports, you can sort of break down their expenditure and say they've. The, it's likely that they've spent two point four billion on X, yeah. Or uh, you know, to, to me, it's, it's a cop out just to say well billions. Yeah. That's what they tell you. I mean, sure, well, if you, they, if you they, want they, to uh, actually. That is, I mean, to me, that's just lazy. Not going and actually trying to find the source that they're printing out, where uh, is it's public information. It's like public. It's yeah. like public companies in America have to write a quarterly report
0: hmm.
2: every quarter with their financial details and what they're spending
0: right right so I'm sure that exists I'm sure all of that checks out I just have um, uh, no interest because uh, I I believe what my eyes tell me right okay. so if you can see here you see four different Earths from four different um, space agencies so this should uh, just this should tell you that there is no actual photo from Earth from space let me tell you that again there is not a single photo of earth from space that is not photoshopped or is not, um, you know, uh, touched upon, on, you know, added effects and all of that. Uh, I, I'm looking for a single legitimate photo of earth from space. And I am unable to find a single photo from earth from space from all these years. So, so if you can so f- show me. So what I'm seeing
1: on the screen right. is here, are four different space organizations with no verification, uh, that no, these sort of are actual th- photos that okay. they've the well, it have. on Facebook. Like I said, four different um, Earth pictures from four different space agencies that have been, what you're saying, photoshopped and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. No,
0: uh, there is actually a video interview of the guy who worked for NASA. Yeah. So this image that you see is the iconic blue marble image. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. So this image, he himself, the creators, tells you that it is photoshopped but because it has to be photoshopped
1: so how did they so the, photoshop things in like 1972
0: when photoshop right, so, yeah go right so you uh, so 19 that you're talking about the space missions right
1: when well, they went i'm just allegedly saying, how did they get space?
0: photos of earth in 1972 so the first photo that they actually claimed to get is from the Apollo mission Okay which should come up here uh, so this is the one Yeah, okay Right, so this is the photo that they tell you that is actually a real photo Okay and it, you, you can verify so this if you uh, really analyze you can see that it is I mean sure this looks very real for a layperson but uh, the same photo from, of the Earth from the Moon from the Japanese agency, looks like this.
1: Okay, huh. are these so, taken? So, are these taken from the exact same spot at the exact same time? I mean, How can you verify not. that for me? Like, you know what? I I don't go on Tinder because I've been uh, dating for I've been with my partner for like uh, not like not, seven years or something, right? But I, I, I just I don't, if you're listening, no, 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 he, he's in the ballpark. Yeah, that's right. I said nine years. It's been, you know, but nonetheless. If you go on Tinder or even on Instagram, there are definitely people on there that could take photos at different times of the day and look 100% different to what they did. I mean, you know, if, right. without the makeup, without this, without that, even with different lighting, my beard looks much better in different lightings than yeah. it does on different times of the day and different shadings, different like a whole bunch of variables.
2: I, there are so many I variables. I hear you, Terrence.
0: And that's but what I look I'm looking at the at size of going, the earth. I can't even see the earth in that picture. It's it's an entire- Exactly. Look at the size of the earth that is different. I mean, there should at least be some sort of similarity or pattern that we can see, but it's absolutely different. Why but is that? Why
1: should there be some sort of similarities between
0: the sizes of earth from the moon? Because the moon is apparently 250,000 miles away from the earth. So from that vantage point, the Earth is fixed in space. So but this you, comes. But I, this,
2: this just comes back down to a: what camera did they use? And b: where we are could, they standing? Be in... What
1: time? How is the lighting set
0: up? Right. Did I did I, zoom, so many did I zoom in? Did I not zoom c, in? And c: did they actually even go to the moon in the first place? Right. So. Right. <laughs> right. So that is another topic. Well, I can now. So how I can show you So if
1: you don't believe that they've been to the moon, in general. Right? how can you use these photos to say that they f- how can you use these photos to say that the earth is flat
0: no i'm just trying to tell you that uh, they have been photoshopping these um, images that they give to the public so if you saw those two photos i just wanted to um, i mean obviously the, the listeners can't see it but you know it would give you an idea that they're actually faking it and it's not really okay. truthful
1: Okay, we'll use okay. So, 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 so let's just summarise the first two points you've made. You're saying that the uh, NASA is lying to us for a, a number of reasons. Secondly, the mathematics that has been put out there from the fa- uh, flat Earth societies are completely false and are actually uh, uh, disingenuous. And you've also talked about how uh, the moon pictures, the pictures that are taken from space, and even going up into the uh, higher parts than 35,000 feet or 10,000, uh, what 10, 10.6 kilometers, private organizations or individual people have done this and we cannot see the
0: curvature. Right. The horizon always rises up to eye level, which hints at the possibility that the ground underneath might actually just be a level. Right.
1: Okay. Can I, can I ask a question? This might be, uh, I guess, you know, uh, slightly off topic but I just sort of want to, I think we've covered a lot of base there but this one has been something that uh, some people have wanted to ask. We, uh, you said that you believe in gravity,
0: is that correct? Right, uh, unlike other flat earthers I actually, um, okay. I don't know, acknowledge the existence of right. the so-called gravity okay. even though I might disagree with what it actually is, yeah. Right,
1: so other planets have gravity too? Do
0: you Supposedly. That? Do you believe that? Yeah,
1: I mean, everything,
0: anything that has mass uh, matter has gravity. Right. So. so all these other planets have gravity. You
1: know, the moon, the sun, uh, not a planet. Obviously the moon is not a planet, obviously. but like Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. I'll say like those four there, keep it, keep it nice and simple. The other right. planets, do you believe that they're right. spherical in shape or are they also disks or flat?
0: Right. This is another question that keeps coming up because people, when when I tell them about the flat Earth, what they do is they just place a flat disk in the heliocentric model. So they just imagine just the Earth to be flat and all the other planets to be round, which I get how ridiculous that sounds. And no, so what um, I'm trying to tell people is to give you a sort of understanding of what the universe actually is. So the Earth is not a planet. It is a plane. And it is indeed the center of the universe. So all the other planets, which we don't know if they're actually spherical or we don't know if we can actually land on them because all we can see is a faint light that we see on the telescope or whatever. So in fact, the ancients, they thought the planets were simply like the stars that wandered. So they called them wandering stars. Which ancients so the an- are you
1: talking about specifically?
0: Um, And and why would uh, we believe the
2: ancients? They had had terrible technology compared to what we've got now.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is uh, debatable because there is a lot of evidence now for having uh, ancient advanced technology. Uh, Researchers have been, um, you know, um, trying to put their minds on how they built the pyramids and uh, some of these structures are uh, totally mind boggling. So, yeah. I don't know. That is still up for debate. I b- definitely believe that the ancients had much more knowledge than we truly uh, have now. And they were much more connected to source. And they were, uh, you know, they had their, their head in the game, you know? Uh, not disconnected and uh, not very materialistic and, um, you know, self centered like w- humans today. Okay.
1: So you think that uh, an Egyptian pharaoh that had 30,000 slaves that potentially built the pyramids was not as self-centred as people are today? I'm just trying to clean that one up.
0: (laughs) I mean, see, um, obviously where is... Like,
1: you know, like the ancient Romans that fed Christians to the lions are not as self-centred. Or (laughs) Nero, who burnt down... All of Rome was not as right. self-centred as someone... I, I the, the, the comparison there seems really flawed.
2: No. I right, I oh,
1: mean, oh, what's, yeah, what's that? Attila the Hun? Is it Attila the Hun that had sex with so many people, like one in six people, because apparently had lineage to that and killed like half the world? Or, um, no, it was Alexander, the other guy. The great, it was the Mongolian guy. My mistake. That's the one I'm talking about. And yeah, the, right. or, or like you know, the the Aztecs that used to sacrifice people for gods that they considered worth, like unworthy to live. So they sacrificed right, right. them to gods so they could plant. Play, hey, like, this isn't history. Let's
2: get back to the flat Earth. I flatter. don't
1: understand. <laughs> I, the, the comparison to say that the ancients were l- less self-absorbed and, uh, uh, than we are today. It's not
0: just self-absorbed. They were more in tune with the nature around them because they didn't have the, the kind of technology that we do have now. So they had, so,
1: by having...
2: okay. To me it's very
0: clear, they had crapper technology than we had yeah, have today. Yeah, curious. they did have ayahuasca and mushrooms and all that sort of medicinal herbs so
1: we still have those so
0: yeah
1: wait i mean i mean joe rogan talks about taking ayahuasca and all that sort of stuff on his
0: podcast Uh, on a regular basis joe rogan is a shill joe rogan is a shill and he is part of the uh, what we call the intellectual dark web along with jordan peterson ben shapiro and all the rest of the people um joe rogan is a Paid shill that is put out to um, put forth disinformation to confuse people. Okay. That's just my opinion, yeah. Okay. Okay, so here if you can see the etymology of the word planet. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. see it comes from the Greek plana means wander um, or, and then to planetes meaning wanderer. So okay. the ancient Greeks, they thought the planets were actually wandering stars. So this, they're just like stars. So coming back to the question, is all the other planets also flat? Um, I don't know because we, we can only see the light that comes out from the planets and telescopes and all of that. And so far, it is still unclear whether we can actually go land on them or if they're actually, you know, mass of solid physicality or, or if they're just, you know, balls of light that we see okay. in the sky.
1: So the, the word in Greek, wanderer, um, could also mean that the earth moves around the sun like that that could be another interpretation number one and number two uh i know that you don't really believe in nasa but in the same sense there has been probes that have landed on mars that have right. proven and have taken right, soil right. samples and a whole bunch of stuff and brought it back
0: perfect perfect that's a, that's a great um, topic for uh, for us to see this so if you are interested, I can show you specific sections of official NASA streams and photos, and you can see for yourself. Okay, so this is just gonna be like two minutes. Sure, let's yeah, do please. it.
1: please, let's do it. And Kieran, how about you commentate?
0: All right. So again, you don't have to believe any of this. You can obviously say, oh, yeah. "I." Uh, Challenge the credibility of the source and all yeah. of that. Are you able to make the video From- full screen? Yeah, make the video full screen. Yeah, for us. yeah, there. okay. That'd be good. So yeah, this person.
2: is saying,
1: right in front of you, you were seeing the fake moon landing being staged. Awesome. So it looks like an astronaut there on somewhere. You're doing at- a great job there, Kieran. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, starting it up. It looks like a, a ladder fell on him and a whole bunch of stage crews going up
0: to them, up to this uh, astronaut to get him okay. back into place. This is, this is great. This is an actual... ISS feed that happened and okay. just take a look at this closely, okay Okay,
2: yeah, we're looking at a arrow uh, He's doing a something and
0: He just fades away Okay Yeah, this is official live uh, stream. you if you want you can go look at it So there's plenty of these so but this does... is the original photo from nasa.gov. You can go and download it mm. and put it on Photoshop. Yeah. And turn up the contrast in a bunch of things and you will see what Okay,
1: so we're turning up the contrast on a on a picture from NASA at the moment.
0: Oh and what what's that right there? Okay. Right. So this is just, so, you know, you can test it out for yourself. Okay. So I'm just
1: going to explain to the audience again, they can't say it. So from the picture, what they've done is they've gotten pictures from uh, NASA's website and they've put them into Photoshop and changed the levels of certain uh, contrast levels. And what they can see is that certain things have been pasted on and then color corrected. Is that what you're sort of implying? Right. right. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
2: But the problem so this is, is official? Your, your problem is, um, see, I would believe it more if you were showing me, if you're grabbing that actual picture from NASA and, and doing then, it. And right, then right. doing it rather than grabbing something just... Definitely. Off.
0: Yeah, if I had Photoshop, I would do it for you guys, but right. this is gone. Yeah, okay. So
1: you haven't verified if that's correct, really? Right,
0: right. I, 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 I'm just taking this for face value. Uh, please forgive me if uh, you think I blindly believe people, but I, uh, I can put my trust in people that I think are credible and use my own sense of discernment.
2: See, I don't put my trust in people that I think <laughs> are credible. I'd rather go to the original sources and grab it
0: and well, verify it well, myself. Well, sometimes you and, don't have the and, money or the resources to do what... Um, you know, the, the experiment. So, most people just tell me, why don't you just fly a rocket into space but and I'm, see for yourself if it okay, flat or the, not? I'm just going to make an
2: assumption here, Amug. Um, I'm, right. You're doing a podcast, so you've got to have some kind of technological device with you. And because we're all right. over the internet, you should then, therefore, you're not in China, you don't have the great firewall blocking you, so you should be able right, to right. go onto NASA's official website and grab the pictures but not only that there are free, and paint shops ad- free.
1: Do- there's a free yeah. adobe photoshop variant that you can use online or even a trial version that you right. can test things out for yourself like i've used adobe photoshop for the podcast and i can find old versions of it like trial versions of things for free that i can use right, 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 yeah. online versions uh, of please,
0: please forgive me uh, i haven't uh Downloaded okay. that for, uh, or I could have done this live to you guys and showed it to yeah. you. Yeah,
1: that's okay. Oh, well, look, just as a yeah. as, as thing, like, you know, we're not trying to go, everything's wrong. We're just going, wait a second. We're, we're taking that critical scientific eye that you have and gone, wait okay. a second, why, like, you've presented this evidence and we're going through the steps of going, okay, how verifiable can this evidence be? And you've just, you know, with some of this, you've exactly. gone, I, I haven't tried this. And, you know, and with right. that. And
0: you were free to try it yourself if you uh, doubt me or the video that you see. Um, again, don't believe anything that you see. Uh, test it for yourself. Go do your own research and see if it checks out or not. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, how about look, right. we've, we've kept your time for a really long time. We've, we've gone over an hour. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh wow, okay, I yeah. Know, but I, I, like, I don't want to keep you. But in the same sense, if you've got a little bit more time, give us one big dynamite piece of evidence that we can take home with. Go do some oh, research. Oh, I on. had, I had
0: so many. <laughs> I had so many. I have a whole. We might have to get you back yeah, for a part two. Yeah, we have to get two. you back for
1: a part two. Right,
0: right. So I think, um, to me personally, the most, uh, the biggest anomaly that they have, um, you know, in science I've observed is this thing called the axis of evil. Right. Okay. Axis of evil is a name given to an anomaly of the cosmic microwave background observation. Okay. What cosmic microwave background is, is just electromagnetic radiation that is supposed to be a remnant from the early universe. Okay. So in a nutshell, CMB is faint cosmic background radiation filling all space. So you can, you know, in fact, uh, look at this observation of what the cosmic microwave background is and what they have found is that they have found evidence to give Earth a greater significance than previously expected. Right. So if you can just see axis of evil, go to it. I will read you what um, Jesuit astronomer Lawrence Krauss has to say about this. Okay. So the, um, I've wasn't the axis of evil
1: like a, a marketing tool george bush said back in a speech when they were talking about al-qaeda and a and few other i think terrorists. it was like
2: north korea yeah right um, yeah, exactly yeah, north korea um but you're, talk,
1: you're talking about it in a different perspective you're
0: talking um, you've just got the wikipedia page open for access of uh, Evil this is, Cosmo- cosmology
1: this is cosmology
0: okay so Lawrence Krauss quoted but when you look at the cmb map you also see that the structure that is observed is in fact in a weird way, correlated with the plane of the earth around the sun. Is this Copernicus coming back to haunt us? That's crazy. We're looking out at the whole universe. There is no way there should be a correlation of structure with our motion of the earth around the sun, the plane of the earth around the sun. That would say we are truly the center of the universe. And who is Lawrence Krauss, who said this in 2006? Uh, Lawrence Krauss is a famous... um, is, uh, is supposed to be very reputable in the scientific it, it, uh, academy, Lawrence, academic circles. Yeah,
2: Professor Lawrence Krauss is a professor of um, uh, physics, I think, yeah. is, or astrophysics. He's yeah. been on and a number of times. Oh,
0: serious. oh, there you go. You should
2: check it out, Church. I will.
0: Yeah. Right. So, uh, other than this, I think um most important fact that um, people always tend to forget is the Earth is 70% water, right? you know that the earth is 70% waters. And so the absurdity of the globe is that uh, the surface of the water actually curves along the earth. Well, there is a principle in science called the principle of uniform pressure, which states that water finds and maintains the level that it seeks, right? So water is always level, okay? And it never curves in. So earth is 70% water. Put two and two together; it is logically you can ascertain that indeed the Earth is in fact level. Uh, but you can go into the whole gravity argument and say gravity pulls all the water down and all of that. And yeah, well, we can get into that. See,
2: this is this is this is one of the interesting ones. Where have you heard of the Black Swan? Uh, the the dance or the no, movie? No, no. There's so there's a thing in there's a thing in science where it goes. I've seen a hundred white swans. Right? I'm out, of okay. my, I'm out in the world. I see a hundred white swans. So I can conclude that all swans are white. I've seen a hundred yeah. swans. I've been alive for 10 years. A hundred swans. That's an inference I can draw. Then all of a sudden, you're out one day. Maybe you travel to another country or whatever it may be, and you see a black swan.
0: Right.
2: And then all of a sudden, you're like, hang on, the inference that I made. Now is no longer correct. Right. I've I've now exactly. seen I've now seen something that has uh, changed. Uh, I, g- I guess changed my thought. I look at this and go, yes, there is that water has to be level, but I also take right. it from the perspective of um, that theory or that component it doesn't take in the whole bloody world. When it does it, it's only looking at discrete components, mm-hmm. um, discrete water. So I sort of go, there's, your, there's you got your white swan, your white swan. But then when all of a sudden we take this globe approach. And I think when you look at the ocean, you see the, the ships disappear into the distance. And you see the sail. Oh, that's a great... You see the right. sail reduce. So...
0: You've got th- that. The reason...
1: Yeah, why do ships so,
0: go down most people, the horizon? Most people think that when they see ships going out into the horizon and they disappear from the bottom up, they think that's evidence for the Earth to be... Curve. Okay, I hear you. This is what Bill Nye, the science guy, has told in his one of his TV programs. He has publicly stated that the, due to the curvature of the earth, the boat disappears over the horizon. Well, this fallacy can simply be disproved by using any sort of telescope, binocular, or zoom camera that you have. Okay? So you can you you can do this by yourself, go out onto the beach see uh, a boat that is going forwards and slowly you, s- you find that it disappears from your eyesight okay what you then do is you take in the zoom camera and you just zoom in okay and you can bring the whole boat back into view and then do you, okay, s- the sh- do you stay there long enough to watch it disappear again right this the only reason this disappears is because of a law of perspective okay so there is a vanishing point in your field uh called angular resolution okay your eyes can only see uh so far okay beyond that point you can't really see anything that goes beyond so So when you yeah we understand we understand
1: that so is there a powerful enough piece of technology that
0: will never stop seeing the ship right if you have enough zoom you can definitely just keep seeing uh, the boat sail right away. So, the, I, can so probably... I can
1: get like a decent, like I've got an SLR camera. It's pretty decent. a couple of grand. And I can sit on the edge of a Now let's get a it's telescope. Yeah, or a telescope or whatever.
0: No, I, I think you can get the, um, what is the flat earth camera? DSLR uh, X uh, something. I forgot. Yeah, go on.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I can sit and watch. I can get Kieran on a boat and get him just to go right. as far away from me as possible in a straight line. And eventually, right. I won't be able to... I will say that, yes, he's gone over the horizon with my two eyes, right? Okay. And then I go, you know what? I'm going to whip out my camera because I want to take a photo of him, and I can get my zoom and zoom in on him as, close to, right. as far as my zoom can do, like all the way. And I will still right. be able to see not only him, but the... Entire boat. The
0: the entire boat. Yes. So you can use a DSLR P1000. I think they have the newest one, uh, P1100. This is the most powerful camera, most zoom you can have. You can take this, go out on the boat. There's plenty of videos on YouTube. I wish I had one of them Um, I could show you, but I think we're running out of time.
2: That's okay. okay. You live in Bangalore, which is in the middle of India. Have you been able? Have you been able to get to the beach in India and look out at the ships?
0: Well, uh, I personally have not done this experiment yet, but I am very, um, you know, uh, excited to eventually do yes. this one day when I do have the chance. Well, now we have lockdown, so yeah. we're not going anywhere. But well, uh, definitely, uh, I am one of the ex- so many experiments that you can do by yourself to prove that the Earth is in fact flat, and this this is one of the experiments where. Uh, I'm going to go out into the beach and actually take a zoom camera and take bring in the entire boat back into view.
1: When you do that, can you promise right. that you will send us all the videos and footage and uh, cameras that I would love to see exactly fact, what I promise you saw?
0: I promise to you the, the,
1: the day I do it I, I will I will send it to you guys. Please, that would be absolutely amazing. That would be absolutely right, amazing right right so uh,
0: just quick quick thing before we end Please. i just want to get out the, all the proofs so another thing why i am so sure the earth is flat is that you can see too far okay on the, the globe model that they give you there is only a certain distance you can see before the earth starts to curve underneath you okay using uh, eight inches per mile square you can exactly see how far away you can see but sometimes a Statue of Liberty can be seen over 60 miles, so that actually uh, proves that the Earth cannot be curved. Well, you using new technology, we uh, in the modern era,
2: we do that, can... do that, but do that in Bangalore.
0: Yeah, is there something right, equivalent right, right. that you
2: rather than do showing in us something up on up on the screen from America? Right, where I'm right, assuming right. you haven't so been.
0: Th- this is infrared camera that can see over a hundred miles on the Earth. Right. Right, so this, you can use infrared cameras and what infrared cameras do is they have line of sight um, precision and you can exactly see what you're looking at. So you can see apparently, uh, I don't know how true this is. Again, I haven't done this by myself, but you can apparently see over 175 miles away using infrared and they have done this using lasers, They have done this using flat posts and all of these things that you can do uh, again and again, conclusively proves that uh, it is not possible for us to live on a globe. Okay. But if it's flat, we should be able to see the other countries. Like past the air. Due to atmospheric refractions and all of that, you you can't obviously see forever. No, but
2: infrared should.
1: Yeah, so if you're saying 100 miles, which is like, uh, uh, what's that, like 160 kilometers, so I should be able to see uh, from, let's say, a higher point, just to give me some advantage as well. Let's say that's still 160 kilometers. So from a high point here in Melbourne, I should be able to see Geelong with this Nikon camera camera. what was that camera you Well, if you
0: have the right atmospheric conditions where the visibility is great, then yes, uh, theoretically, you should be able to see that. Right. Okay, uh, again, you can see here, the Mount Fuji is 68 miles away. You can still see it over 3,000 feet of missing curvature. And I'm just going to well, leave yeah, it out so there. 3,000 feet of and
1: curvature, that's fine. But
0: how tall is Mount Fuji? Right. Uh, you can see Mount Fuji altitude... That's around 3,776. Okay, so, time so that if, by three. If the curve actually was right, so it you should only be three. seeing around 700 meters. No,
1: no, 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 because you've gone from feet to meters now, and there's three feet to every meter, and now you're looking at about twelve, about 10,000 feet, 12,000 feet. See what I mean? The, your, your numbers Oh, okay, different. yeah, it's feet to so meters. So now you're yeah, looking yeah, yeah. at like two-thirds of, of Mount Fuji, which I can see in that photo.
0: Right, right. So uh, again, uh, this is the world record for the greatest distance with a zoom lens. Okay. Okay. This photo right here, it holds the world record for the longest distance photography that you've done. And it is 443 kilometers or 275 miles. Right. So so this, what you can see here is the mountains mm. here. They are this far away. Okay but yet you can still see. I think you should not even be able to see any of it, but I think you are able to see. Okay, so the distance is is what? Right, Uh, 275 miles. 275 miles, how tall are those mountains? Exactly, so you can check what mountain range it is. So it, it says it should nearly be 11 miles below the horizon. If you okay. can just see what mountain that is, we can find out. We can put it on the Earth curve calculator and you can see how much should be obscured, right. right? OK, so what is this? Pick the uh, Finstrel. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, so this has an altitude about 2,826 meters.
1: Okay, so that's... A, above sea level. So that's like okay. 1.3, uh, 1. 1.6, 1. 1.7 miles
0: tall. Okay, so just have this number noted. We can go on Earth Curve Calculator, which is a very handy tool you can use. So the the photographer is... Uh, he says he's about 9,251 feet above sea level. Okay. So that's the eye height. Uh-huh. Target distance is 275 miles. So if you can see here, this is the height and this gives you how much should be obscured, okay? If you calculate it, it says that the horizon should be uh, around 170 miles, so this the distance hidden, no, is 117 this, miles. Yeah, that's
1: fine, but the hidden target looking at that, go back up, sorry, to this calculator right. is 1, it's, 1,600 it's, feet divided by... 16,000 feet. Yeah, divi- uh, which is 1.6 uh, think, miles.
0: Right, you can just see the meters here. It's 5,021 okay. meters what we saw there so we should not be able to see that but indeed we can so it's just another proof that you can see way too far and lastly i just wanted to talk about the the constellations okay constellations are a great topic for flat earth the stars in our night sky bear witness to our stationary earth and make it impossible for the earth to be a globe how Okay, well, constellations debunk the globe in two basic ways. First, their year-round visibility proves that we don't orbit the sun. Okay, I can just show you this. So we would not have year-round constellations if we were orbiting the sun. Okay, With the narrative that they give you that the Earth rotates around the sun, so every six months we should have different stars. So if you can see my screen here, yeah you can see if you could just describe to your viewers what it is we would see a hundred percent different stars in the summer than six months later when we go here when we see a totally different part okay so you've got you've
1: got the sun in the middle of this thing and then the earth in the summer winter like four different places and what you would be seeing when the earth rotates
0: uh around
1: the sun is diff showing that they would say different stars in the summer than you do in the winter.
2: But the model is right. the actual model that they talk about is the Earth has a slant through
0: it, which is not depicted in that. Yeah, right. it is depicted. You can see the axis here. There's a slight tilt. Okay. Here, the the tilt there. So. Okay. Again, so. It's like, no, no. So generally,
2: the, generally, there's a line that they put through it, it to. Can sort to,
0: of to see. You sort can. Of see I think line. you can see the line here a little bit. It's, it's okay. Yeah. But that, So, but what this is is that we should not be able to see constellations all year round okay so there are so many instances of this the big dipper shows up in northern latitudes all year round this would be impossible if we were spinning wouldn't, so we, that's see, wouldn't one. we
2: see though if the earth was flat wouldn't all of earth see the same constellations
0: no because america america reports
2: all, northern hemisphere reports different constellations than what the southern hemisphere you know, one of the things that we refer to as the Southern Cross.
0: Yeah, and they don't right. see that.
2: And, you know... Northern Hemisphere don't, don't see, that. see that.
0: No, that's actually not true. So you can see the Southern Cross from all the way, sometimes, in Southern Latitudes. So if I can but just... If the Earth, but just... if the Earth was flat, everyone should be able to see the Southern Cross.
2: Yeah, which
1: not Well, not really, because... True. First of
0: all, you have visibility problems, okay? On the Flat Earth, it's not like you can see all the constellations at once. Right, Why? there's only Why, a certain Why? Why? Why you can is that? See that is, Why wouldn't you be able to that's... see all the constellations at once? Because it's on the other side of the Flat Earth. Right? So in the Flat Earth model, the Earth is stationary and the stars revolve around us. So every night the stars actually revolve around you and if you can see a, a time-lapse of the stars you can see that they make exactly concentric circles Around the North Pole star or the pole star. So if you can see here, th- this is the time-lapse of all the stars moving across the sun, uh, moving across the earth. Okay, this is what we see from an Earth-center point of view, and we have the pole star here in the center, and they all rotate exactly the center. Okay. The problem with the globe model is if If indeed the Earth is rotating around the sun and the sun is rotating around the galaxy and all of that, all of these motions are extremely haphazard because they are random uh, from the Big Bang, right? So we would not be seeing this kind of circular pattern if we were, in fact, hurtling through infinite space in all these random directions. To me, that, that circular pattern just tells me that the Earth's moving. Right, it's either the Earth is moving or the other thing is moving. So you can have two perspectives. That's relativity for you. So you can say one is the inertial frame of reference, and you can say that uh, keeping the uh, sky as inertial frame of reference, the Earth is moving. Or you can say with the stationary Earth, the rest of the universe is moving. If the Earth
2: was flat, I would probably actually expect them, I don't know, to be more of like a line. Yeah, moving across like linearly. Circular, yeah. Yeah, Or, uh, uh, Or in all different directions.
0: Yeah. I uh, mean something like this? Mm. A straight line? I didn't really get you? Yeah, see, I... But that's again, not looking up. That's no, looking at an that's angle. looking sideways, yeah.
1: yeah. I'd, I'd, see, I'd, looking at all these pictures, um,
0: they all looked, to me...
2: Like they were photoshopped? Like they were photoshopped.
0: <laughs> okay, so you can actually... Exactly. Again, that's a very valid argument. You can say that these are photoshopped. But in fact, you can, there's so many of these, you can do this by yourself. But, but you can um, say that about maybe, the NASA maybe. photos.
1: You know what I mean? There's so
0: many of them. You can do it yourself. Like, you know, it's. Right, right. It, it's it's picture poison, man. Whatever whatever side you want to lean on, whatever uh, keeps you sleeping at night, you know, at the end of the day, whatever
2: floats your boat.
0: Fantastic.
2: I can oh, tell you what keeps me sleeping at night. <laughs> beer. I'll <laughs> 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 oh, look. Ah. Uh,
1: I'm a, that, look I think look I don't want to take up too much I at least said we're gonna be an hour but we've nearly done like two which is amazing and I I've got to admit right, like, right. it's been a learning experience for me um, I've been a great sport it's isn't? been an amazing like you've answered all our questions you've taken all our criticism and 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 shown us other things that give us so much to think about and I'm sure our audience is gonna absolutely love it and I okay. hope your audience uh, does if, too. if I can
0: just uh, interject and give Please. you one last piece of oh, yeah sure 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 just one last piece of information. that This has kept me awake at night and still science has no explanation for this. Okay. Okay? Okay, so uh, no, you what you use,
2: see... I mean, you can't use that argument that science hasn't got explanation for it. Uh,
0: okay, you can ask any scientist that you want and you can see what they tell you, okay? No, but you, so can't, what... you
2: can't use... Sorry, you can't... No, I'm not letting you set that up. Weird. Okay. Science, okay. Doesn't right. science doesn't have explanation for it. Science doesn't have an explanation I'll... for a lot of bloody things. In fact, it can't even explain COVID at the moment. No. Um, I mean, but you can't. You can't use that as an. You can't come in and say science has no
0: explanation as as the okay, fact that's okay, going to prove see your point. you can explain this, or like think about this for a second, okay? So you have the sun at noon, high in the sky, right? It's right above you, beating upon you, and you can measure the temperature of the sun. Okay, and what you can do is you can measure the the shadow of the sun. Right? I think it's common sense that on a hot day, if you go out in the sun, you feel really hot, but if you stand under the shade of a tree, it's much cooler there. Wouldn't you guys agree? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So they did measure the temperature of the sunlight, okay? And it came up to be around 90 degrees Fahrenheit or about 32 degrees centigrade. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the temperature of the sun directly in, uh, in above you, and they measured the shade of the sunlight. Okay, and this was 80 degrees Fahrenheit, predictably lesser than the temperature of the sunlight itself. Right. Okay, just to recap, the shade of the sunlight is 26 degrees centigrade, the sun itself was 32 degrees centigrade. So you can clearly see that the shadow of the sun is much cooler than the sun, right? Okay. You can do the same thing for the moon, okay? So what you can do is you can measure the temperature of the moonlight itself, and then you can measure the temperature of the moon shade.
2: Yeah. Okay?
0: And here's where it gets really interesting. The, the the temperature of the moon itself was around fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. Okay? But the temperature of the moon shade was sixty degrees Fahrenheit. Have you done this so, experiment? I- Exactly. So again, you need a laser thermometer for this experiment. I've been trying to acquire one, uh, you know, just to do this by myself. But a lot of people have done this online, and sometimes the, the the variance is over thirteen degrees. Okay. So somehow the temperature of the moon shade is warmer than that of the moonlight. When you talk about the moon, o- when you talk about moon shade, I don't right. understand.
1: Like what- the light
2: coming off the moon. Yeah. So this is the no. same tree. The same sun location, and now you're right. going out. You're going out to the and looking yeah. at the moon.
1: So, so I'm standing in the middle of a field, like a yeah. soccer field or something like that, and then I go underneath the like where the barbecue area yeah. is, like the veranda. Yeah, is that what you're talking
2: about? But like, now a- you've got a thermometer, so you're not really you're not or me- whatever a temperature measure. So you're not really measuring the actual s- the sun. You're measuring where that thermometer is placed. Yeah,
0: the thermometer measures the surface of whatever you're pointing at. So if you point on the ground where the shade of the moonlight is, yeah. you're actually measuring the surface of the temperature on that particular spot. See, this would be an and interesting.
2: In- this would be an interesting one done 365 days. Yeah, to see if it's done it's every instant. single day consistently at the same time point. Because yeah, that's Twice, that, a, day, that, twice that, a day. That's a wonderful experiment. That's a wonderful got, experiment. Because you've got summer. You've got summer where we know, like here in Australia, at nighttime, because the ground's so bloody hot. Uh, you know, from the from the sun, um, we, you know, we we've got all that radiant heat that comes up. Yeah. Um, right. You know, but in in winter, I would expect the complete
1: opposite. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, Amoog was saying that it's cooler, and like you know, the
0: heat is the moonlight. So hit, the, what I can conclude yeah. from this is that the moon generates its own cold light. Okay, so the conclusion from this is the sun, the moon does not reflect the sun's light, but in fact the moon is a light source of its own. Okay, but you know what people tell you? Uh, The scientists, they tell you the sun is exactly 400 times larger than the moon and exactly 400 times farther away from the moon, and that's why you can see them to be the same size in the sky. Well, flat earthers, what they tell you is trust your own senses trust your own intuition and you can see that they are in fact the same size so the possibility is the sun and moon are exactly the same size out in the sky just as your experience tells you it is so this is just uh, the last information i want to give you guys here you can see on the left is the temperature of the moonlight is minus uh, 2.7 and the moon shade is warmer than the moonlight so just uh, finally we can close with uh, a george orwell quote Okay, if you guys uh, know who George Orwell was, he was, yeah, so he... I've read many uh, of his books. Right, right. So this was his quote on the Tribune, 27th December 1946. You can verify this by yourself if you don't believe it. He said, it will be seen that my reasons for thinking that the earth is round are rather precarious ones. It does not rest on any reasoning or experiment, but on authority. And how can it be otherwise when the range of knowledge is so vast that the expert himself is an ignoramus as soon as he strays away from his own specialty? Most people, if asked to prove that the earth is round, would not even bother to produce the rather weak arguments I have outlined above. They would start off by saying that everyone knows that the earth to be round and if pressed further would become angry. In a way, Shaw is right. This is a credulous age and the burden of knowledge which we now have to carry is partly responsible.
1: Amok, uh, out of curiosity, have you ever right. played a musical instrument?
0: Um, yeah, I have. Uh, you know, I, I don't specialize in any instrument, but I have tinkered around with uh, so, some instruments. So, out of curiosity,
1: uh, I've been playing music for twenty years and I have a vast musical theory knowledge. Why, wow, uh, okay. in this in this in this case here, George Orwell has said uh, the scientist does not has a speciality. Now, you said right. you studied music but it's not a speciality of yours at all where it is for me why would someone right. go to you for music theory knowledge over myself
0: right exactly maybe uh, if you uh, maybe if, to give a different perspective you can ask someone else but the uh, you know the most credible one should be the one actually playing the instrument which is me so again yeah, exactly. So right. it isn't. So I'm the a, authority. Of sort.
1: That's the special. Like, I'm the expert and the specialist in the field. So you wouldn't right. ask you because you're not the specialist, despite what George Orwell has said.
0: That's right. But it's different from blindly accepting what someone has told you because they're the authority. Because I know that you have um, knowledge in music and you've been playing it for 25 years. I can put my trust and faith in you and um, you know uh, listen to what you have to say.
2: Amog, you've been great, and I really do actually want to chat with you again. Yeah, excellent. But I All want right. you to conduct some of your experiments yourself. Yeah, 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 for sure. For I sure. want to come Are back. You, uh, I want to come back and hear about about your experiments that you've conducted. It'd be right. Amazing, It'd be amazing. I'm a, definitely, man. Amog, uh, and if I ever go to India, we're catching we're up. We're catching up. Yeah, yeah. Or if you ever come to Australia, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Australia You're always
0: you're welcome, to- welcome. You're
1: always welcome to where I live. Fed, I've been That's to Bangalore. So to have you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, I can't wait for Australia to play India again in the cricket because I'll be definitely going for Australia. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) But,
1: look, we want to make sure, where can people find you, your podcast, all that sort of stuff to get additional information?
0: Well, I don't really upload uh, as much uh, because I don't have the time right now. I'm trying to upload more. But you can check out my podcast on um, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you want. It's called Flat Earth Research But if you want more credible information about uh, Flat Earth, you can check out this chap called Eric Dubay. So Eric Dubay is great for a beginner to come into uh, the Flat Earth, and he really uh, nicely explains all of the things to you. If you're really interested, um, look up Eric Dubay on YouTube, and he has a book called 200 Proofs the Earth is Not a Spinning Globe, so... That might be a good start for you guys. That sounds fantastic.
1: Oh, look, we'd like to thank you so much for your time today. Um, we've gone so, through so much, so much to think about. And, you know, maybe in like, I don't know, six months or something, we'll catch back up with you with more questions from our fans and more questions that we've come up with. And hopefully by then, the COVID stuff's over and you can show us if any cool stuff that you've done to
0: prove the Earth is right. flat. How does that sound? That sounds wonderful, George. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be on your platform. I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, I love the episode with uh, the the Bill guy. I forgot his name. The conspiracy one you had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Rob was great. That, that was great. Uh, was great great yeah, work, yeah. guys. You guys are doing amazing. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And thank you again. Thank you so much, Matt. And we will talk to you
1: soon. All right, man. Cheers. Cheers.
0: You, cheers.
1: Bye. Bye-bye. What an amazing guest.
2: I know. I was not expecting so much. <laughs> I was not expecting... Um, No, because I had sort of done a bit of uh, going, all right, what are these flat earthers and listening to some stuff and that, I've, that I found? And I was like, oh, shit, we're going to get so trolled. Yeah, after this.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, he's 100% genuine. Yeah. And he had question. he had, had, had as many answers as he could. He had some stuff that he was like I'm not sure, but that's okay. Uh something more
2: respectful than Rob.
1: Yeah. And you know yeah. what? It's- yeah, he definitely had a plan of action to discuss things and videos, footage, this and that. So I'm glad that he took everything that we asked well. Yeah. It was amazing. Amazing. Well, Kieran, yeah, yes it's been it.
2: absolutely an amazing episode <laughs> something been. that
1: we've been wanting to do for so long and i'm so i, I want to me. get him back on i certainly do yeah i'm not we're not lying about that we yeah. want him to back on well look guys if you'd like to follow us even more uh make sure you follow us on soundcloud itunes spotify instagram twitter and the facebook's and if you'd like to send us some hate mail death threat a rant or a question about the flat earth yeah um Recorded where where could they
2: send it to, Turch? Where
1: They could send it to us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, amazing episode. Thank you so much for being part of it. No worries. And uh, we'll see them. see you all next Thursday. Pew.